0: The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quota pounder. I'll try your filet of fish There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just 6 bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com match. Limitations apply.
1: Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me Rob McConnell on the x TV show coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the x TV show we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal, and the science of parapsychology, and much, much more. The X-Zone TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. AVS Media Tower. Tower.
0: Papa Hotel Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa
1: Echo November. Good afternoon. Uh, Read five.
0: Good afternoon. Read you five as well. Papa Echo November.
1: in our darkest hours, to show us how to live, to teach us how to give, to guide us with the light of love. Welcome back to the Excellent, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll free 1 800 610 7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. XO Nation, this hour we're talking about angels and demons. And my special guest is Margaret Doner. And Margaret is uh, the author of numerous books, including The Infinite Darkness, Infinite Light, Archangel Speak, Wisdom of the Archangels, and her latest book, Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Now, Margaret has been practicing past life regression therapy for almost 20 years and an angel channel for over 10 years. She facilitates workshops to help others connect to their own angelic guides and to learn to trust their intuition. In her latest book, Merlin's War, um, Margaret presents an interesting point of view on the battle between good and evil. It offers a dialogue between the wizard Merlin, uh, who she says is a creator god, and the being known as Vlad Dracula, who at one time was his student and then became a creator god in his own right. In the book, she states that the earth is the battleground between those two god, those two creator gods, I should say, as they fight for supremacy and control of the human race. Margaret's website is www.margaretdonner. I'm sorry, and that's M-A-R-G. A-R-E-T-D-O-N-E-R dot com. Margaret, welcome back to the Exxon. It's been a long time.
2: Yes, it's wonderful to be talking with you again. Um, and I love the, uh, the topic we're going to be discussing tonight. As you said, you love angels, and obviously so do I. And there's so much to talk about with those unseen realms.
1: Mm. You see, I believe in angels. I believe that... <sighs> that everyone has a guardian angel i also believe in good and evil because this existence of ours in my opinion is a binary existence based on zeros and one good bad up down in out black white and the list goes on and on and on margaret you and i have to take our first commercial break for tonight's show And uh, Margaret Donor and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break talking about angels and demons. Margaret's website is www.margaretdonor.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the x a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Angels and demons, this hour here in the X-Zone. Don't go away. On a cold winter day, took a shortcut through the woods and I lost my way. It was getting late and I was scared and alone. But then a kind old man took a... Rob McConnell here presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's author of a fascinating book Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologist they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgod.amen.
0: Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and in inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin,
2: others
1: diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and in inches to their problem areas.
0: Don't wait. Visit Sono slash save. Sono slash save. Sono Bello.com slash save.
1: Dot com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me Rob McConnell on the x TV show coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the x TV show we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The X-Zone TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers, they have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear tempest, butt bubbles, bottom burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com.
2: A little hell been wild angels, wild angels, over you and yeah. wild angels, wild angels.
1: and welcome back everyone we're talking about angels and demons this hour Angels, my favorite topic here on The Exxon. My guest is Margaret Donor, and her website is www.margaretdonor.com, and she's got a brand new book out called Merlin's War. Now, before we get talking about your new book, Margaret, tell us, how did you get into working with angels?
2: Well, I ever since I was a child, um, I have had very strong intuitive connection to Mm -hmm. the angelic realm. And you had just mentioned to me that you had an experience as well as child. And I think there are a lot of children, you know, who are open. And when we're young, we're far more open to these wonderful paranormal realms. And we see ghosts, and we connect with angels, and we just, even the boogeyman under the bed, you know, there's just this openness to this paranormal realm. But of course, as we get older... A lot of that clamps down or we're afraid to talk about what we're experiencing and feeling. And I think one of my um, motivations for speaking so freely about the existence of all these paranormal phenomenon from angels to demons is I think that it actually liberates humanity um, when we can speak about what we have experienced and our truth and we don't Mm -hmm. have to censor ourselves. So I feel it's really important for all of us to share the truth of what we experience um even you know even these kinds of events the paranormal but i like to um i like to tell sort of a story that combines both both the uh angelic and in the demonic and i i always say that um my spirit guides kind of threw me into the deep into the pool because i was doing i was back in about 1995 and i was just completing my work as a past life regression therapist and i um I was doing a past-life regression on a woman who was a friend of mine at the time, and all of a sudden I she had this uh, demonic entity come, came out of her, and I, I was pretty unqualified to know how to deal with this, but it was this really intense demonic energy, and it was so bad that the hats went flying off the the hat rack in my house, and oh my, my phone lines got cut, and this entity came out, and it was... It was, you know, just straight out of the exorcist saying to me, you don't know who God is, and I'm going to get you, and all this stuff, right, out of wow. this, this friend of mine, right? So I was terrified, and I, you know, I was trained to deal with entities to a certain degree, but really didn't know what to do with something that was seemed to be so demonic and dark like this. And um, so, of course, my first instinct is to say, oh, go to God, <laughs> go to the light, you know, <laughs> and whatever i could do it it didn't like that too much it got it kind of mad you know i was like ah! so so then um after she left and i tried to calm down but my husband and i were both very upset you know and nervous because i guess of the experience. so yeah we were both and so i had just you know i think spirit always gives us what we need also when we're i was on this path to do this work so It was, like I said, throwing me in the deep end, but also I had just met a woman who had talked to me about these kinds of experiences and had said to me, oh, if you ever have anything like this, call me. I can help you out. So after the phone lines, it took about six hours before the phone lines even came back after that entity, but they did come back, and I was able to call this woman. She gave me a prayer. I said the prayer, and instantly I said to my husband, oh, my God, we have three huge archangels on the roof of the house, we have angels cleaning out the space where I had been working with this woman, and immediately my husband and I had been like so nervous we couldn't sleep, we were just distraught. I felt the presence of angels come down upon both of us, our hearts calmed down, and we went into a deep sleep, and we slept all night long. So in that one day, in that 12-hour period, I went from the darkest dark to the lightest light, and that's why I say they threw me right into the deep end of the pool. So, you know, it was like, wow, is my own personal experience, and and that led me, that experience really led me on a journey, and the journey was um, to understand what are these unseen realms, and where do they come from, and, you know, I think we all wonder about that, and I've come to, to sort of believe that um, much of, what we talk about when we talk about these unseen realms is really about vibrational frequency or dimensional freak you know consciousness of frequency and that you know the angels are existing in a in a higher vibrational world and the demonics are existing in a lower vibrational world and as humans we have the opportunity to connect with either one of these realms because we're sort of in the middle And we're given free will, and, you know, so we have this opportunity to actually connect with these higher angelic beings, but also to connect with these lower fear-based beings that we think of as demonic. And here we sit in the middle of it um, and kind of confused, like, what are all these things? But um, I think that that's one of the simplest ways to explain it, and that we connect through our mind. We connect through our hearts. We, you know, we connect through these sort of subtle mechanisms that we have our intuition our psyche our third eye our heart and so forth but there are all these realms are available to us and it's almost like you know we choose to some degree we can choose based on how we manipulate our own minds body spirit what we're going to plug into
1: why um, would it why so would that's s- how i see it why would somebody want to to deal with the demonic side, the negative side, in, instead of dealing with the positive side, the side of light, the side of virtue, the side of righteousness. That, that blows my mind.
2: I, well, it is hard to understand, except for the fact that you have to understand... Uh, it's very interesting, because I think people who are naturally attuned to what we think of the mm-hmm. evil words, to the light, to the light, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard for those of us who are attuned to the light to to understand the dark and it's very hard for the dark to understand the light i think that's true but i think what you have to understand is that people who work with darker energies believe that's where they'll get power it's really about power and people working with the dark energies believe that light people who are light workers are like fairies and have no power and and they're powerless. And. They think that if they work with the dark energy, they're going to have more power. I guess they get power hungry. And I think one of the things that happens is when you make a contract to work with the dark, I think that it can stay with you through many lifetimes. You know, I don't think it just ends. I think you have to release yourself from that contract, in a sense, and then choose to work in the light. And I think it's understanding the power of the light, because, Mm -hmm. you know, as you believe, I believe that that angelic or higher frequencies or love is far more powerful than hate. But you can see how on the earth plane, you know, if you're using fear to manipulate people, it's it's a pretty quick way to get power and get people to do what you want.
1: The ironic part is is that when you're dealing in the light, you're never set to a contract. And yet, whenever you work with the dark, there's always a contract involved.
2: And they don't honor the contract. That's mm-hmm.
1: That's true. <laughs>
2: That's that's the other thing that I think um because I really have come to believe in those contracts, believe it, you know, some people think that's just silly, but i yeah. I've, you know, in my research and people that I've met I've I've really come to believe that there actually are contracts that people make with the dark side and what they think is they think it's gonna be honored, but I don't believe the dark side ever honors a contract because their whole point of view is if they need you, they use you and if they mm-hmm. don't need you anymore they spit you out. And I think the light is so loving that the light honors your free will and, and and appreciates and loves you for what you do and the path that you take, always trying to guide you towards something that will teach you and give you greater wisdom, but never enslave you or push you. Um, I, think, I think that, but it doesn't, to, to somebody looking for instant gratification, the light is a really, it is a long and hard road. It is, because to understand how, for example, I think the first human thing is we want to do, for example, is revenge. If somebody hurts you mm-hmm. or someone you love, the natural human instinct is to revenge that. And then you start that whole karmic path of of darkness, which can really spiral out of control, where the light will teach you to try and, and forgive, and understand, and be compassionate, Mm -hmm. and allow God and the energy of God to balance the karma in a much more gentle way, but that takes faith, and I think faith is very hard for people, so I think the road of learning on, to be fair, I do think it's a hard path to learn through the light, um, and it seems easier to learn through the dark, but in the long run, it's so much harder to learn through the dark path, and so much easier to learn through the light path, in the long run.
1: We've got about a minute and a half before I have to take my news break. I was wondering if you could just give me a, a description of the angels that pr- came to protect you after this prayer.
2: Well, at the time, I didn't know, because, but I do now. It was the Archangel Ariel, Michael, and Gabriel was on the roof, wow. and my husband's angel is Samuel, and um, Ariel was the one who came down over me and protected me, and and... So um now I know that but at the time I didn't have names for them I just knew they were three huge archangels but since I've worked with them now and I know their energies so you know clearly I can just feel and sense so I know who they were and what the energies are but that's working with angels is really exciting because if you do it a lot you really do begin to learn their signature their energy signature and you can you can even get so sophisticated with it, you can know, oh, that's Cassiel, or, you know, ones that aren't that well-known, you, you know, Uriel and, and so forth. So you can really understand and feel the energy signatures of the angelic realm. Um, you don't have to see them. You can just feel them and sense them.
1: Alright, stand by. Margaret, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Margaret Donors, our special guest this hour. We're talking about angels and demons. We're also talking about Margaret's new book. Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Her website is www.margaretdonor.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this news break as the Exxon continues with yours truly Rob McConnell from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. A skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exone TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exone TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology, and much, much more. The X-Zone TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media production. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at WhenTechFails.com, and author signed copies may be purchased at MattStein.com. That's www.WentechFails.com and wwwm
2: Broadcast studios in Hamilton,
1: Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net.
0: You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show with my good friend, Earthling Rob McConnell, live and around the world on TalkStar www.exoneradio.com
1: dot radio tv dot com Welcome back, everyone. Margaret Do- Donor is our special guest. www.margaretdonor.com is her website. Margaret's got a brand new book out. It's entitled Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Um, let me ask you something, and I'm sure you get this asked you at least 100 times a <laughs> okay. day, Margaret.
2: I'm game. <laughs> can, can everybody
1: talk to angels, and how hard is it for somebody to learn how to talk to their angels?
2: Well, um, I think absolutely that everyone can communicate with angels. Um, and angels, it's very important, I think, to understand the language of the angelic realm so that people, people understand that it's, it's not that you're hearing voices. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that you, have, you open up your crown chakra and you open up your third eye and you open up your heart and your throat chakra and these upper chakras and you begin to have a knowing and an understanding and you can um uh, actually interpret the signs and the symbols that are sent for example um after i had i've been working um i'm also a massage therapist and i was working with a client who had had a brain injury and um, from a a weight in a gym and hit her in the head and i was working with her and doing some cranial sacral therapy and so Mm -hmm. forth with her and and all of a sudden the angel cassiel uh, came through and i don't usually work with cassiel i was surprised but i just had a knowing i knew it was cassiel and i said to her i said cassiel is with us and he wants to be your angel guide he wants to work with you from now on this point and so she um you know she was open to that and and it was you know this new energy for her and i found out later cassiel's considered the angel of mind and memory which was perfect for her head injury and after that white feathers would show up every time she would think about cassiel she would look down at her feet there would be a white feather <laughs> there would be a white feather in her car she would so he was always making sure that she would be reminded that he was there and giving her the confirmation that she needed so it isn't always words but it can be a feeling it can be a touch it can be a feather it can be a dime you know it can so it isn't necessarily words but everybody if they ask will be touched by an angel and communicated to, in some way, by their angelic guides. Absolutely. Tell me
1: tell me about your new book that you've just uh, published called Merlin's War.
2: Well, I was... I, you know, through these investigations that I was talking about, my own experiences um, of working as a healer and mm-hmm. as an angelic channel and, you know, meeting people who had had these diverse experiences and channeling for people, I began to, to channel for for clients and the information that was coming through uh, was not only past life information but started to become information about lives that they had had elsewhere and about the Pleiades or about being Arcturian and uh, I was being um, introduced to or given information about uh, the what humans a lot of humans have dubbed like the orion wars and that there were these great galactic wars and that many of us who are here on earth have also experienced these what we think of as these battles in heaven these galactic wars and that much of the karma and the um the issues that we carry even as human are tied to experiences that we have had not only on this planet but elsewhere um on other planets and so forth and as this information would be channeled through me, it would resonate mm-hmm. extremely deeply for people, and it would put a lot of puzzle pieces into place. And then, of course, I got introduced to, as many people know, like David Icke's yeah. information and his all his work with the reptilian and his belief about the reptilian bloodlines, which was really fitting in with the puzzle pieces that I was... Uh, encountering in terms of people's you know, experiences through the Orion Wars and the reptilian agenda of control and domination. And so um, I started to just channel this information and become a recipient of this information. Uh, Merlin had off, has often worked with me as well, and he had explained about how he had had this school uh, called the School for Seekers. And it was about people for people people is you know, the only word I can use, beings, who wanted to learn um, how to manipulate uh, energy to create form with the energy. And so he explained that um, the being that we know as Satan mm-hmm. is um, not Lucifer, but that it is this uh, being that we call Dracula, and that Lucifer was, in fact, originally Michael Lucifer, um that michael the great archangel michael that we all know as the protector and carrier of big energies he was michael lucifer and that at the time of the fall and the separation into dark and light and density um, lucifer separated from michael and lucifer means the light bearer so michael's original name was michael the light bearer and he sent the part of himself lucifer into the denser realms what we call our third dimensional realms and fourth dimensional realms which are much denser um, than these higher dimensions where angels live like you think of angels living in the 10th and 11th dimension we're down in the third and fourth so that gives you an idea of where we are compared to them and so lucifer was sent down here as a light michael sent that part of himself into these lower hellish realms you know these filled with suffering to give us a light but the being known as Dracula, Satan. It's a long story, but I'm going to just try to condense a little bit of it. Sa- is Satan, and he actually, because he's a liar, and he is, he, he always is lying and trying to hide in the shadows and confuse us. He pointed to Sa- to Lucifer, and he said, "Oh, there's Satan. You look over there and at the light, which you know, the light bearer. Don't you know? That's an evil, evil mm-hmm. thing." And so we did. We were really misguided about understanding who really is the, the bringer of darkness. Um, and we, and again, another confusion where we go, oh, the means the light bearer, but it's the devil. And so we get confused. We're like, well, is the light evil? Is the light good? Why is the light bearer called the devil? Yeah. You know, it never really made sense. But it's typical of how we're kept in confusion on this planet so that we don't understand truth. So that was one of the things I wanted to illuminate in my book is to help people understand that Lucifer was a part of Michael Lucifer and that the the, uh, individual that we think of as the devil is actually um, this this being that I call Dracula, who was embodied as Vlad the Impaler and has been embodied a number of times in, in human form, but also exists in a, a fourth-dimensional realm as well, which is the unseen lower astral realm as well. And um, and so this is, you know, the book, when I wrote Merlin's War, I really wanted to help people give them a template to understand the battle between dark and light, between good and evil, and how it's landed on the Earth, and how we're being manipulated by it. Well,
1: let me ask you this. So,
2: I, I don't know if I can... Cl- that's a lot of information I'm trying to, you know, sure. condense, but... You know,
1: yeah. what is a demon? Is it a is it a fallen angel?
2: Well, it is not. It is not technically a fallen angel, um, necessarily. No, it, it, from my point of view, if you think about um, how creation, you know, it's just a template to help us understand. I'm sure none of us can actually conceive of creation, but if we think about creation as being say, God is, you know, just an easy tem- template for a twelfth dimension. Mm-hmm. And we're as I said, we're in the third and fourth dimension. So the first beings that came out of the light, out of God, were, you know, these angels that exist in the eleventh the and tenth dimension. And as, as consciousness, or as these beings, these angelic beings, began to explore um, with their consciousness the idea of individuation or separation, that's where the density started to happen so the bodies begin to densify because the further you separate out from the god source the denser material becomes and the more that happens the more separation between you and me comes and the more that that happens fear starts to to be existent so when you're closer to god and you're in the oneness in the source you're not you have love but you don't have fear And as you separate out from god you have more fear and it's harder to find the love and so we have you know humans walking around with panic attacks and that kind of thing because they've forgotten their connection to the one to the love so as the angels separate out and they become dragons Mm the the first beings to separate out of god and densify were these dragon races ancient dragon race and from that all these other beings also tend to get created so to some extent you can say that all things in a way come from fallen angels you know it they're in density we're in density we came out of the angelic realm and we went into density but but everything there's so much separation out of that that um you can say that demonics are just another form Of hardened, dense fear in a creational realm. Um, So you know it's hard. In the old-fashioned way, you'd say Mm -hmm. there are good things and there are fallens. But I'm trying to give it a kind of different template. I don't know if um, if that was clear, but um, yes, they are fallen angels, but they are also all sorts of different kinds of demonics. They have separated out. Um, just as creation on, you know, has separated itself out on many realms in the in the demonic realm or what we think of as a darker realm, there's huge numbers of, of demonics of all types. So it's not just like there's one kind of demonic, you know, There's they've created all sorts of things. And if you think about consciousness creates reality, and we have all these amazing animals, and we have all these bacteria and these viruses and these life forms, and How creation is just so amazing. It just continually comes up with new forms of life. Well, the same thing would occur also in what we think of as a demonic realm. So it's not just one demonic, but many, many different kinds of it.
1: So let me ask you this. Do you believe the human race is is trapped in a false matrix or or false reality like the movie The Matrix? I
2: I do. I I don't think it's exactly like the Matrix Mm -hmm. movie exactly, but I think the Matrix movie is probably one of the better metaphors for it, definitely. And I think that we have been um, put into such a dense matrix, such a low matrix, that um, that's why we do have all these neuroses that we have and um, fears that we have. And, you know, we, believe, we, have, we create war on each other mm-hmm. and we create lack all these things which which are just so they give us so much suffering, and I think it's because we are trapped in a basically fear-based matrix and kept enslaved in that and it appears if you if you really look at it from from your higher self, you realize that it it appears that every time someone tries to expose that matrix, that low matrix or to step out of it they get um, punished and whether it was witches quote-unquote witches Mm -hmm. in the middle ages or whether it's jesus or whether it's you know um, whistleblowers in the modern age now it seems like every time somebody tries to expose the shadow then you know they get something dark tries to come down and say but, no but no, no, why do you not know, the know, angels on then
1: why don't the angels step in and protect this person who's trying to do good to expose the evil well
2: i, I isn't it interesting that's a very good question one we have free will and mm-hmm. that uh, that's one of the issues why the family of dark as we were talking before the family of dark thinks it has more power than the family of light because the family of dark doesn't respect free will it does whatever it wants and takes souls and creates whatever misery it wants. It pays a price for it um, through karma, but it, it, it just absolutely has these control systems where it's a family of light. Because they're working with love mm-hmm. and unconditional love, they understand that, that that soul needs to experience something just like Margaret,
1: that. I've got to take my, uh, my break. Please stand by. Exo Nation. Margaret Donners, our guest donor. Margaret Doner, just read it the wrong way, is our guest this hour. She's the author of a new book entitled Merlin's War. Her website is www.margaretdoner.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market, even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward 120 or on amazon.com. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Path Home Shamanic Art School is a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. PathHome's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jennings, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is, for more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. I sit away Does an angel Contemplate my faith Do they know the places where we go when we're gray
2: and
1: ExoNation, Margaret Doner is our special guest this hour. She's got a brand new book out. It's entitled Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Her website is www.margaretdoner.com. Dot com. And first of all, Margaret, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you again after all this time. We'll have to have you back on in the very near future to continue our talk on angels and demons. But I'd like you to finish off what you were, you know, the the explanation and, and what the answer to my question. Why, was. why
2: don't the angels protect us? Yeah. Was your question? Yeah, right? again, against evil. Question. Against evil. And they do. And so, of course, I want to say that they do. And mm-hmm. there's been many instances where... In fact, they do. But one of the things that's really important um, is for us as humans is to become um, fearless. And what I found is, for my experiences, and you know, I shared at the first part of the hour how I was attacked, but I grew so much from that. And as I experienced psychic Mm attacks, most people who work in these kind of realms will tell you they have experienced psychic attack and so forth as i would experience it what i would say is is i would say thank you to it i would say thank you so much for showing me where i believe more in the dark than the light because if i can see this and feel this and experience this there must be some part of me that is believing in that and so what I need to do is I need to raise my energy a little higher, my frequency a little higher to get closer to the angels. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I'm in my angelic mind, th- that dark energy can't even see me. It's like I'm vi- it's, it's like I'm vibrating above a level that it can get to. And if it's going to get to me, it's going to have to raise its frequency that high. So it, it can be a great teacher to us because you know what they, you know, humans say, right? We say, oh, if it isn't going to kill me, it makes me stronger. Yes. Well, that's kind of true. The dark energy also gives us, it teaches us and tests us, and teaches us how to have greater compassion and how to move ourselves up into the light. And so if we can learn, you know, how to be, in a sense, how to make friends with it and not be mm-hmm. afraid of it, it can be a great teacher. The trouble is, I think on this planet, it's gotten very out of balance. So, you know, the dark has started to assert itself way too much, you know, and we need to bring more love and light and understanding onto this planet for sure. But sometimes, every so often, just getting a little push helps us to grow, you know, and so when we get complacent when everything is a little too easy, mm-hmm. we get a little push, we lift and raise up to it and we go, wow, look, I could do that. I never knew I could. And so I think there's a place for a little bit of that difficulty. Um, And the angels know it can help us to mature and grow. But when it gets out of balance or when when we're really being given more than we can handle, angels always come in. If you ask them, that's the free will part. You have to ask. But if you ask them, they always come in. And they do help you like they helped me when I told you that story at the beginning.
1: Margaret, I hate to do this, but we have to say so long for tonight. Uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and I wish you much success with your new book, Merlin's War. and I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the Exxon.
2: Oh, I'd love to. Anytime. I enjoy it too. Margaret, take care of
1: yourself, my dear. Margaret Doner has been my guest this hour, Exxonation. www.margaretdoner.com. What a sweetheart. Her new book is entitled Merlin's War, the battle between the family of light and the family of dark. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues from our studios here with yours truly, Rob McConnell, in Hamilton, Ontario,
2: Canada. Don't go away now.